Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes in defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 250 is entitled, What is Real? Part 17, Implications of the Assumptions of Science, 8. There's no greater fallacy in science than the claim that something can come from nothing. In the previous podcast, we dealt with the following logical fallacies of theoretical science. Assumption 1. There is no intelligent design and no intelligent designer. Assumption 2. Life was created by accident. Assumption 3. Man is nothing but an accidental collocation of atoms. Assumption 4. We live in an accidental universe. Assumption 5. Man is an animal and man is a machine, thus has no free will. Assumption 6. Man is ruled by determinism and thus has no free will. Assumption 7. There is no life prior to earth. Assumption 8. There is no life after death. Assumption 9. Only the physical body has life. In other words, there is no soul. Today we shall address the following false assumption. Assumption 10. Science replaces the need for God. Assumption 10 is the inevitable conclusion given the nine previous assumptions. It is only the Christian God that is being denied. The gods that replace the Holy Trinity are the gods of accident, chance, coincidence, serendipity of circumstances, science, evolution, atheism, and humanism. The Christian God is not allowed in government, but the gods of atheism are. We should not be fooled by rhetoric. Atheism is a religion. It has its apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers, and their fanaticism is unbounded. America today is worshiping nature. It is worshiping the created, not the creator. We have lost the balance of power in Congress because the left has abandoned the Constitution and Bill of Rights and adopted humanism, which inevitably leads to socialism. The terms Democrat and Republican no longer have any meaning. It is now liberal versus conservative, and the liberals have the majority. They have taken over the universities, the schools, the corporations, the press, the social media, the government, the judges, the hospitals, Hollywood, the FBI, the Justice Department, the IRS, the post office, and even Disney. We are now engaged in an ideological war of far greater significance than the Civil War. For we are determining this very moment whether or not a democratic republic can stand on this planet. Here, let me bring back the four laws of liberty discussed in previous podcasts. We stand in concomitant variation to these four laws. The further we move away from the four laws of liberty, the closer to totalitarianism we come. The closer we move toward the four laws of liberty, the greater our freedom. 1. The law of liberty. 2. The perfect law of liberty. 3. The law of equality. 4. The royal law. James defines the law of liberty. 
James 2, 11-12 For he that said, Do not commit adultery, said also, Do not kill. Now if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye, and so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. The law of liberty consists of the Ten Commandments. 1. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. 2. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images. 3. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. 4. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. 5. Honor thy father and thy mother. 6. Thou shalt not kill. 7. Thou shalt not commit adultery. 8. Thou shalt not steal. 9. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. 10. Thou shalt not covet. The Lord prefaces the Ten Commandments with the following. Exodus 20, 1-2 And God spake all the words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which hath brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. The purpose of the Ten Commandments is to lead us out of the house of bondage. Consider the bondage we are in today in America. How much of it is due simply to the violation of the Ten Commandments? James also introduces the perfect law of liberty. James 1, 25-27 But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. James also refers to the perfect law of liberty as pure religion and undefiled. Alexis de Tocqueville made a profound statement concerning America. I sought for the greatness and genius of America in her commodious harbors and her ample rivers, and it was not there. In her fertile fields and boundless forests, and it was not there. In her rich mines and her vast world commerce, and it was not there. In her democratic congress and her matchless constitution, and it was not there. Not until I went into the churches of America and heard her pulpits aflame with righteousness did I understand the secret of her genius and power. America is great because she is good, and if America ever ceases to be good, she will cease to be great. Americans have always been naturally generous, but there is a vast difference among socialism, communism, and Marxism and helping the poor. The first three are governments of totalitarianism, of power and oppression. They have nothing to do with helping the poor. They exploit the poor to centralize power. They are governments of oppression. The goal of true charity is not to make slaves of the poor, but to help the poor move towards self-reliance, independence, and liberty. However, no government can expect the benediction of heaven who does not look after the poor. James also introduces us to the third law of liberty. Thou shalt have no respect of persons, which I call 
the law of equality. James 2, 9 But if ye have respect to persons, ye commit sin, and are convinced of the law as transgressors. It is summed up by the Apostle Peter. Acts 10.34 Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. There are many references in the Holy Bible urging the law of equality. Leviticus 19.15 Ye shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. Thou shalt not respect the person of the poor, nor honor the person of the mighty, but in righteousness shalt thou judge thy neighbor. Deuteronomy 1.17 Ye shall not respect persons in judgment, but ye shall hear the small as well as the great. Ye shall not be afraid of the face of man, for the judgment is God's, and the cause that is too hard for you, bring it unto me, and I will hear it. Proverbs 24.23 These things also belong to the wise. It is not good to have respect of persons in judgment. Romans 2.11 For there is no respect of persons with God. Ephesians 6.9 And ye masters, do the same thing unto them, forbearing threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven, neither is there respect of persons with him. Colossians 3.25 but he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done, and there is no respect of persons. The fourth law of liberty is called by James the royal law. James 2.8 If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. Christ gave us a very clear definition of the royal law. Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Clearly some things must be done voluntarily, and not mandated by government. When government plays God, as it is trying to do in America today, it leads to destruction, oppression, discontent, and violence. A democratic republic must balance between that which should be enforced by law and that which should not be enforced by law, that which should be mandated and that which should be left to individual conscience. Government cannot enforce charity. It was Paul who said, For why should my liberty be judged of another man's conscience? The very definition of charity puts it beyond legislation. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8 Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. The only religion allowed in government today is atheism. 
individuals in the liberal party may be of whatever religion they adopt, but the policies of the left are governed by the science of atheism. The left is already a totalitarian state. They have one voice and one voice alone. There is no individualism in the left. They speak alike, they vote alike, they think alike. They are supported by a compliant press, a compliant social media, a compliant Congress, and a compliant business environment. They censor opposition. In violation of the Constitution, they use the Justice Department, the FBI, and the IRS as their enforcers. In violation of the Constitution, they suppress freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and freedom of the press. They protect liberals but send armed guards in bulletproof suits to arrest conservatives. They allow drug cartels to rule our borders and allow unlimited access to terrorists to enter our country from its southern borders but attack as domestic terrorists parents who speak out against the woke agenda that is infiltrating our schools. That is what totalitarian states do. The door they have chosen is tribalism. They have divided our nation into tribes and are successfully turning those tribes against America. They have declared war on whites, calling them fascists white supremacists, and systemic racists, and furthermore, they have turned their hatred toward Christianity and theism. Conservatism and Christianity are the two greatest stumbling blocks to liberalism, and there is an open and declared war against them. If you want a model of what our nation will be like when the liberals take over, look at Russia, look at China, look at the Democratic Party. It is a form of terrorism against our democratic republic, with one purpose only, and that is to gain absolute control over America. The Apostle Paul clearly saw our day. Ephesians six eleven through 18 Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplications in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. America was founded on the absolute principles of the Ten Commandments. America was founded on the self-evident truths that God, not government, created all men and women as equal, that all are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The left today has moved entirely away from those principles. Even before birth, government is determining who should live and who should die. Through socialized medicine, the same thing is happening with the elderly. Abortion and euthanasia are a form of population control. Humanism, determinism, atheism, and socialism have become the new gods, giving government unlimited power over life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Government is in the business of creating equality. 
denying it as a divine right. The left denies self-reliance and want the government to grow bigger so that it can better control every facet of our lives. They are defining the Bill of Rights out of existence. We have the right to free speech only if we speak the party line. We have the right to bear arms only if we bear the arms determined by government. We have the right to freedom of the press only if it passes government censorship. We have the right to freedom of religion only if we do not go against political correctness. We have the right to freedom of assembly only if we don't demonstrate against government policies. We have the right to question the integrity of elections only if it favors the left. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.